Hello, and welcome to the Purse Coach Podcast. I am Jess, and I am so happy and grateful you are here. In this podcast, we are going to talk not only about money and finances, but also about life, parenting, and mental health. I am a wife and a mother to three boys. We live on a farm in Wisconsin, yes, the cheese state, and we love our country life. I'm a huge advocate of supporting women in their lives and also women in business. I think as women, we need to support and and encourage each other to the highest degree. I am so excited to talk about money with you, but also talk about life in general. This podcast is going to dive deep and not just talk about the fluff. I also have a blog with all sorts of goodness. If you head on over to PurseCoach.com, you will find some free resources there along with my online courses and information on my one-on-one coaching program. You can head on over to Instagram and find me over there. I'm PurseCoachJess and on Facebook at PurseCoach. I am so excited to get started. So let's dive on in. Today, we're going to talk about how you know you are ready to buy a house. Buying a house is a huge purchase. It may be the largest purchase of your life. And I want you to know that you are completely ready to buy a house before you start the house buying process. I want you to know that you are financially ready and emotionally ready to buy a house. So this includes being in a positive and stable state of mind because you will be taking on a lot of responsibilities and challenges that come with home ownership. It involves um, evaluating your readiness to take on the financial and personal commitments associated with home ownership. This includes being prepared for the potential stresses, uncertainties, and sacrifices that may arise during the process. Emotional readiness also entails managing expectations and being realistic about what you can afford, the features you desire, and the compromises you may need to make. It involves being aware of your fear and uncertainties and actively addressing them through research, support, and seeking advice from professionals. Additionally, it really includes building a support network of family, friends, and professionals who can guide you um, through the process. They can provide you with encouragement and reassurance throughout the home buying journey. It involves having a mindset of patience, resilience, and adaptability to navigate the ups and downs of the process. Ultimately, emotional readiness is about feeling confident, prepared, and at peace with your decision to buy a home. It allows you to approach the home buying process with clarity, stability, and a positive mindset, which can contribute to a more satisfying and successful home ownership experience. You, I want you to understand your financial situation and make sure you are in a good financial place to be buying a house in is a must. This is a must in the home buying process. So having um, a budget, knowing where you stand in your budget is great. Also, having a good credit score, uh, typically in the upper 700s is a great idea. Um, making sure you're 
income is stable and the chances of you or your partner, whoever is buying this house, whether it's just you or it's someone else involved, that the chances of you guys losing your job is minimal. And having a good debt to income ratio is very important too. So generally, 36% or lower is considered good for a debt to income ratio. While 30% um, is considered good, it's important to note that different lenders may have uh, varying requirements and guidelines. So some lenders may allow a slightly higher debt to income ratio, while others may prefer a lower ratio. It's always a good idea to check with lenders or financial advisors to understand their specific requirements and um, determine what is appropriate for your individual circumstances. A down payment is so important. (laughs) A down payment of 20% or more of the house um, purchasing price is ideal because then you avoid PMI. PMI is a type of insurance that is charged to you a monthly when you have less than 20% of the house paid for. So if you put down 15% of a down payment, you're going to pay that PMI insurance until you have reached the 20%. Then it goes away. But it's an insurance that covers the lender or mortgage company in the event that you can't pay your mortgage. They are protected. So some lenders are allowing you to put down as little as 3 to 5%, but the more money you put down, the better off you are because you avoid PMI if you're at that 20% or more, and you're going to end up paying less money in interest over time. So make sure that you have um, a healthy um, down payment. So there are several reasons why people want to buy a house, and I'm going to talk about some of the common motivations for buying a house. People want to feel secure and stable. So owning a home provides a sense of stability and security. It allows individuals and families to establish roots in a community, have a place they can call their own and provide a stable living environment for themselves and their loved ones. Who wouldn't want that? Wealth building and equity, buying a house can be a long-term investment that allows you to build equity over time. As property values um, appreciate, go up in value, homeowners accumulate can accumulate wealth and potentially benefit from the increase in their home's value. Pride of ownership. So owning a home gives people a sense of pride and accomplishment. It allows individuals to customize their living space, make improvements, and really create a home that reflects their personal style and preferences. And a lot of people just love that they can say that they own their own home. Again, it's that sense of pride and accomplishment, kind of like I'm now a true adult. However, you don't have to own a home to have a sense of pride and accomplishment or to be an adult. It's just one of those things. It's a mindset around money and home ownership. Tax benefits. Home ownership often um, offers potential tax advantages. 
<laughs> and so, um, for example, mortgage interest and property tax payments may be tax deductible, reducing the overall tax liability for homeowners. Many want to purchase a home to have stability of monthly housing costs. So oftentimes uh, when you're renting, it comes with the risk of your rent increasing while home ownership provides the opportunity to secure a fixed mortgage payment. However, with that being said, home ownership comes with a lot of other costs besides the monthly mortgage. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Freedom and flexibility. So home ownership provides the freedom to make decisions about the property without the need for landlord approval. Homeowners have the flexibility to renovate, modify, or decorate their homes according to their preferences and needs. Long-term financial planning for some buying a home is seen as a part of their long-term financial plan. It can be a strategic decision to build wealth, establish a financial foundation, and have a valuable asset for retirement. And a sense of community. Many people value the sense of community that comes along with home ownership. They enjoy being part of a neighborhood, forming relationships with neighbors, and participating in community activities. It is important to note um, that individual motivations for buying a house may vary based on personal circumstances and what your goals are. Some people may prioritize prioritize one or more of these factors, while others may have additional reasons um, spe specific to their situation and what's going on. Remember when um, choosing where your house will be, you want to focus on um, things like what is your long-term uh, goal in regards to location? Are you buying a house in the location that you eventually want to be in, the neighborhood or out in the country? Where is that? Are you buying a house for the next two, you know, to settle into for the next two to three years? Or is it going to be for um, five to 10 years or 20 years plus? That will allow you to know what type of house is the best house for you, house for you to buy currently. Family plans. Do you plan on expanding your family? Because again, that is going to determine the, probably the size of the house, possibly the location and things like that. So remember to discuss and think about all of these things. Next, we're going to talk about affordability. So there's a couple rules to go by. Um, the 2836 rule is a guideline that is used by many lenders to assess um, your ability to afford a mortgage. So it helps determine the max amount of debt a borrower can take on relative to their income. So here's how it works. The 28% rule is where your total monthly housing expenses, including your mortgage payment, property taxes, homeowners insurance, and any additional um, fees should not exceed 28% of your gross monthly income. So this is often referred to as the front end ratio. The 36% rule is that it um, is the that your total monthly debt obligations, including your housing expenses and 
all other recurring debts like car loans, student loans, um, credit card payments, personal loans, all of your debt and loans should not exceed 36% of your gross monthly income. This is known as the back end ratio. Now, important to note that some lenders will go up to 43% or even I've heard 45%. Again, I would um, highly encourage you to be as uh, lower in that number as possible. 36% would be a great number to go off of. So to illustrate, let me um, share an example for you to consider. Suppose your gross monthly income is $5,000. Using the 28% rule, your maximum monthly housing expenses should not exceed $1,400 because 28% of $5,000 is $1,400. And applying the 36% rule, your total monthly debt payments, including your housing expenses plus any additional debt, should not exceed $1,800 a month. So it's important to note that the 2836 rule is a general guideline, and it may vary based on factors um, such as the type of mortgage, your credit score, and some other financial considerations. So again, lenders are um, also considering other factors like your employment history, your credit worthiness, and your overall financial stability when determining your eligibility for a mortgage. It is um, advisable to consult with a mortgage lender or financial advisor to ask to assess your specific financial situation and determine the appropriate home buying budget based on your income, debts, and other financial obligations. One thing to note is that many times what the bank or the mortgage um, company is willing to loan you may be more than fits in your budget. So again, having a budget in place is so important because you really are the one that knows any other special circumstances in your life. Say you pay $2,000 a month in daycare and the average person, because you have a large family and the average person pays $800 in daycare. Well, your um, the mortgage lender, lender where you're getting your home loan through, they don't know that. They don't look at all of your budget. They look at your credit um, score and your debt to income ratio and things like that. And so it's really important to know your numbers, to create your budget, to um potentially practice with your new um, amount. So let's say your rent is $1,000 and you're looking at buying a house um, with a mortgage that's $1,800. Start saving that extra $800 a month before you buy that house and see if you're able to um, to pay that amount of money. If you're able to save that extra $800, the difference um, per month and you're able to get by, then maybe it's a good one to go with that that amount is going to be okay. Remember that home ownership is costs more than just the mortgage payment. So they say with rent <coughs> that your monthly rent is the highest amount you're going to pay per month for your housing. Whereas a home ownership, it's the opposite. Your monthly mortgage payment is the lowest you will pay because you also have to take into consideration your property taxes. 
insurance, um, house insurance, plus if you don't put the 20% down, the PMI insurance, maintenance. If a, if your appliance goes out, guess what? That's not, you don't have a landlord anymore. That appliance is up to you to replace. Lawn care. How about snow removal? If you live uh, in, like I live in Wisconsin, we have to move a lot of snow in the winter. So all of those things, if any type of maintenance, it falls onto you to um, pay for that. So it's really important, again, that you know um, what you are getting into and assess to see if you really, truly can afford it and still be comfortable with that new monthly uh, payment. It's also important to still have an emergency fund. You don't want to take all of your money and savings and put that in your down payment because what happens if you move in and all of a sudden the refrigerator breaks or the stove breaks or some, or the roof starts leaking and you need um, a new roof, maybe not right away, but a portion of it or in the next three years or whatever that may be. Again, you want to make sure that by buying this house, it's not putting you um, it's not spreading your finances too thin. So it's really important that before you um, obviously buy a house, but before you really get far into the house buying process, I would get with a real estate agent. If you don't know one, ask around um, to see who people recommend. Find a real estate agent and possibly a financial advisor or someone at the bank or someone that you really trust that has been through the home buying process before and has your best interests in at, at heart and talk to them. Um, remember again, to look at your budget and make sure that you can pay for all those extras as well. Now you're never going to know how much to have set, uh, set aside. You're never going to know the exact number um, because there's so much unknown, but just Remember to take a look and really settle on a monthly uh, mortgage payment that you're comfortable with. So buying a house, again, is such a huge, significant decision. It's probably the largest financial decision of your life. So take your time, meet with the professionals um, to really help you through the process. And being well-prepared in this process will contribute to a successful and fulfilling home ownership experience. And I wish you all the best on your home ownership buying experience because it is a ride to go through. Thank you so much for listening, taking the time out of your busy day to listen to me ramble and talk about life and finances and parenting and mental health. And as always, I love to connect. If you do me a favor and share that you are uh, listening to this podcast, I am going to do a monthly Starbucks or Caribou uh, coffee gift card giveaway each and every single month for those of you that share um, my podcast. You can share it on Facebook or Instagram and just tag me. I'm Purse Coach uh, Jess on Instagram and Purse Coach on Facebook. I would love to hear from you. You can always find me over at PurseCoach.com. I would love to connect with you. You can find my blog over there. And as always, 
It is a great day and let's make it a great day. Take care.